0: Sometimes I feel like giving up. It seems like my best just ain't good enough. Lord, if You hear me, I'm calling You. Do You see? Do You care? All about what I'm going through? That's when He said. One more time. I won't forget, nor have I forgot See, everything works according to my plan I'm the Lord, trust me, I've got the whole world
1: angeles and online community i just have to say at this present time that god is better than good anytime you think about who he's been in your life you have to understand that he's been faithful he's been consistent and all around he's just been good so let's give him some praise for who he is what he's done how he's been, how he's delivered. God has been too good not to give him praise and you need to praise and thank him anytime you think about it. While we're in the mode of giving praise and honor, let's give honor to our great pastor and leader, Bishop Charles Edward Blake and Lady May Blake. They are leaders of great quality. They are people we respect and love and we would be nowhere here at West Angeles Without them, so let's praise God for them. I want to talk to you about a scripture in First Kings. I want to talk to you about Solomon. First Kings chapter 11 verses one and two read this way. "But Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites. Sidonians and Hittites from the nations of whom the Lord had said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. And then the Bible says, surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. And then it says, Solomon clung to these in love. I want to talk to you from the subject, let it go. Let it go. Scripture shows that Solomon loved some things that he should not have loved. And because of Solomon's love for women, he became guilty of just what God stated. He started to worship what they worshiped. It was clear. The Lord had said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Then it says that Solomon clung to these in love. When you cling to something, you don't let go of it. And I have to say that Solomon's heart truly was tainted. Solomon's fall is traced to his love of many strange women. Solomon, who was the wisest king who ever lived, caught himself in a snare because he held on to some things too tightly. He clung to these in love. Sometimes Satan will use people in the world to set traps for you. Satan works very hard to deceive everyone and many times he Concentrates on those who are easily deceived because of what they might be clinging to Now Solomon had a weakness and that weakness was women Ours might not be women like Solomon But everybody has a weakness of some sort and some folks have a few weaknesses The Israelites were told by God not to be tied to or married to these certain nations of women because their gods surely will become your gods. According to the Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 614 says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Believers should not be tied to certain things or certain people because if someone or something is not of God, it worships another God, it worships something else. And because you are tied to it, surely your perception will slowly become blurred. What and who? you love could cause your vision to become blurry i'll repeat that what and who you love can cause your vision to become blurry we are influenced by the people and by the things we love and the things we tie ourselves to oftentimes the things we love can influence us to do things we never would do under normal circumstances. I'll just let that soak in for a moment because y'all know y'all stories better than I do. So the Bible says that Solomon clung to these in love, things that God commanded him not to be tied to. We all do it. Solomon is not the only one that is guilty of this. Some of us are guilty as well. Some of us are guilty of clinging to a whole host of things. We cling to the past. We cling to bad feelings. We cling to guilt. We cling to bad expectations. We even cling to failure and sadness and we cling to the bad people that are bad influences in our lives. Solomon shows us that when we cling to the wrong things, those things we cling to will corrupt our hearts. Satan will use so many different things to ruin our relationships with God. And if he can separate you from the first commandment, which is loving God above all else, you are clinging to something else other than God. To cling means to continue to believe or do something, even though it may not be true or useful any longer. Solomon grabbed hold of and did not let go of people who were bad for him, people who were not useful in his life or useful for his growth, and they caused him to be ineffective as a king. So let's stop looking at Solomon for a moment and turn the mirror around on ourselves. Some things we cling to are preventing us from becoming who God has destined us to be. Now it's time to let these things go. Solomon, with all of his wisdom, ended up sacrificing and building temples to the idols of the women he loved because whatever has your heart has control over you. This is why God needs to be first in our lives. At 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 11, the Lord said to Solomon, because you have done this and have not kept my covenant, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in your days for the sake of your father, David, I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Let me say right there that nothing goes the way it should when you put things in front of God. So let the bad influences go. Stop clinging to what hurts you. Stop clinging to what stunts your growth in God and in life. So many women are being abused by the person they are clinging to in love. So many hearts are broken because people are clinging to things they've been commanded not to deal with. So many lives are cut short because people can't stop clinging to stuff that kills them. Drugs, alcohol, nicotine, Even sleep is something that people are clinging to. And the Bible even says those who love sleep fall victim to poverty. God got to work with me on that one because I do love some sleep. But Solomon's problem with women is just an example of problems that we all come face to face face with at some time or another and we cling to these things For dear life, we all have stuff in our lives that we need to let go. And I have to say right there, let it go. The Bible tells us to have no fellowship with the ungodly. Stop clinging to ungodly junk just because you love it. Stop clinging to ungodly junk just because it makes you feel good. It's a false feeling and only God can complete you. So let these things go for Christ's sake and your own sake. When we can love things and people too much, we can begin to worship and idolize these things or the things that these things follow and believe in. And that's what this is really about. Because of Solomon's love, for what he was weak for or what he clung to or what he was tied to, he forgot to love God first. And if you love anything more than you love God, you lose control of yourself and your life is basically controlled from the outside in by outside forces. The lust of the eyes, the temptation to look at things we shouldn't or the. Or, or have the things that we shouldn't have. In other words, it means to set our eyes on something with desire or pleasure, even though God has told us not to look upon these things. Jesus said, if you love me, you will do my commandments. But if you love something else more than you love God, you will be more concerned about it than you are about God. You will be listening to somebody else rather than listening to God. Romans 12:9 says, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, not what's bad, but cling to what is good. Are you clinging to anything that is not of God? Are you clinging to evil mean people? Surely, the Bible says, they will turn away your hearts after their gods and their wrongdoings. If you are going to cling to anything, cling to God. Cling to the one thing that can make a difference in your life. The Bible says, my soul clings to you and your right hand upholds me. Psalm 63 and 8. So if you're going to cling to something, cling to the word of God. Titus chapter 1 verse 9, clinging to the faithful word according to the doctrine taught, that he may be able both to encourage with sound teaching and to refute gainsayers. If you cling to the word of God, you can stand on his word and you can refute everybody that speaks against you and the word of god solomon with all of his wisdom lost everything because he loved something more than he loved god and i tell you today do not make the same mistake you put god first and you will never be last when you seek god first in your daily pursuits he promises to add unto you those things which you are pursuing as long as they are in his will. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Put God first, and you don't let anything come between that relationship. Luke chapter 14, 33, read this way. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Part of our call to salvation calls us to be disciples of Jesus Christ. And we can't be his disciples if we're clinging to what he does not condone. At Psalm 68:8, 8, the psalmist said, my soul clings to you even as your right hand supports me the best thing about clinging to god is the fact that if you cling to him you will be supported by his right hand so why don't you get with the winning hand you'll never regret it now i want to pray with you but i want everyone to take a moment to look into their own life and think about those things that are not of God that you might be clinging to yes certain things might not be a sin but it also could be said that these same certain things that are not sins are not good for you to do so get this thing in your mind and I want you to keep this thing on your mind when we pray, because some of us understand that we need to let some things go. And by the time we finish praying, someone is going to be delivered from something they know they need to be delivered from. So everyone focus your minds on God, focus your mind on what you need to let go of. And at this point in time, let us go before the throne of God in prayer. Dear heavenly father, You know, our hearts, you know, our minds, you know, those things in us that you have commanded us not to have in us. You know, these things that we love and that we love to cling to that we should not. So, Father, right now, we are asking you for your delivering power to rid our lives of these things that should not be in them. If you know of something in our lives, take it out and straighten us out. Father, we believe in your power and we believe in your deliverance and we claim deliverance right now. We claim healing from these things we cling to that make us sick. So Father, let your will be done in our lives and help us to come close to you by letting go of the things that are not like you. We'll be quick to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus name, thank God. Amen and amen. Now there's another prayer I want you to pray with me. If you know Jesus is not in your heart if you know you've been hanging on to a life you've been clinging to a life that has not involved God and you know you need to let it go and invite Jesus into your life please repeat these words after me right now and your life will never ever ever be the same come on let's pray Heavenly Father I believe that Jesus is your son I believe he died on the cross And on the third day, he stepped out of the grave with all power and my salvation in his hand. So, Father, send Jesus to come into my life, straighten out my heart, straighten out my mind, clean up my life in only a way that you can by forgiving my sins and setting me on a new path. I believe in this change I believe in your salvation, and I believe I can walk this walk with your help. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. If you're gonna cling to anything, cling to what's faithful, cling to what can grant you salvation, and cling to a God that loved you so much that he doesn't hesitate to demonstrate his love to you. We here at West Angeles are praying for you and we're praying that your faith does not fail. So this is a long journey and we're all on it together. So I would advise you to get in touch with a great Bible believing church that spreads the word of God and that preaches the Bible and they can help you on your journey. We love you and we're praying for you. Keep the faith and do not ever, ever, ever give up.
2: Pray that you were blessed by this powerful word write us today and let us know continue to be in touch throughout the week on our website and various social media platforms there is always something here at Los Angeles for everyone God bless you and until we meet again